Good afternoon, Patriots. This is Living with Liberty, your source for common sense and truth. I am your host, Ryan. Today, I have a call to action as SB1, the For the People Act, heads into the markup process within the Senate. Next, on Living with Liberty. The Senate is holding a markup session in committee this Tuesday, tomorrow, May 11th, for SB1, the For the People Act, or more appropriately uh, named the Keep These Swamp Rats in Power Forever Act. Friends, we need to make it as politically painful as possible for these Democrat senators especially to push SB1 through. The markup session is the opportunity for committee members from the Senate Rules and Administration Committee to offer amendments to the bill. Now, the good news is on the amendment front, with the committee split evenly doing Uh, due to the even split in the Senate, it is unlikely any radical amendments will be added to the bill. Any amendment not receiving a majority vote will die in committee. So that's a bit of good news on this markup process. If anything um, doesn't have bipartisan support, it's not getting through. The bad news is this debacle of a bill is still on the table. Chuck Schumer has put a timeline of getting it passed by August. So we have three months of making our voices heard on this bill and making it as painfully, uh, painful politically as we can for these Democrat senators to pass this bill. The summary of the bill says this. It's a bill to expand America's access to the ballot box, reduce the influence of big money in politics, strengthen ethics rules for public servants, and implement other anti-corruption measures for the purpose of fortifying our democracy and for other purposes. Now, that doesn't sound too bad, right? Wrong. Like the title, the For the People Act, this description is a marketing gimmick. You read into all of that, it really is just boilerplate for, we didn't like how Trump treated us, so now we're going to put all this stuff in a a bill, all these requirements in a bill uh, for public servants and what they're going to need to do. There's things in there like uh, providing 10 years worth of tax returns to the Senate and really all kinds of other... um, nonsensical items that really are going to, or or an attempt anyway, to make it hard for normal citizens to go ahead and try and run for an office, say like the president. Now, S1 or SB1 is the Senate version of HR1. And at its core, this is meant to keep the Democrats in power. The Senate version is basically a carbon copy of the House version that was passed. The bill includes promoting internet uh, voter registration, automatic voter registration. It forces states to allow same-day registration 
limits interstate, uh, interstate cross checks to six months before an election or before election day. And that's at the latest. So at, after that six month period ahead of the election, you would no longer be able to look through other states' voter rolls to see if someone else was on that voter roll uh, should they have moved to a different state. SB1 accepts voter registration of those under 18. Now, what this is getting uh, at is giving the left a legal avenue to pull voters for suspect absentee ballots or you know, mass absentee ballots. If you have all eligible voters automatically registered, then it becomes harder to prove that they didn't request a ballot or to vote at all. It makes it unnecessary to pull up those voter rolls from 1922 in order to find names for ballots. What else is in this bill? Well, felons can now vote if this is passed. Section 1403 of the bill reads this way. The right of an individual who is a citizen of the United States to vote in any election for federal office shall not be denied or abridged because that individual has been convicted of a criminal offense unless such individual is serving a felony sentence in a correctional, correctional institution or facility at the time of election. The bill also notes that the United States is one of the only Western democracies that permits the permanent denial of voting rights for individuals with felony convictions. Well, boo-hoo. And it's for good reason that the United States is one of the only Western democracies that permits this. There's, uh, there are consequences to actions. There is an accountability for those actions that are detrimental to the functioning of society. Now, if you've proven that you are untrustworthy as it relates to following the basic laws and rules of society, why should you be trusted with something as important as voting for our representation? SB1 calls for expanding vote by mail and requiring drop boxes be provided. SB1 takes redistricting out of the state legislature's hands and gives the feds the jurisdiction over drawing those districts. These politicians want to raid taxpayers' pockets even more by taking taxpayer money as a matching donation to their campaign for those uh, individuals that provide small donations. And that's up to $200. So that means if you donated to a politician uh, as an individual, a small donation up to $200, they would get a match from a fund of taxpayer dollars up to, like I said, six times that amount. So you could, in essence, if you gave $200 to a politician, they would then in turn get $1,200 from a taxpayer pool of money dedicated to funding their campaigns. Now, they're doing this under the guise of taking the corporate money out. You know that corporate money is not coming out of elections. So, in essence, you could be funding a candidate 
who doesn't represent your views or interests or even your district or state because it's a pool of money. SB1 also uh, would weaponize the IRS, allowing it to investigate the political leanings of nonprofit organizations before granting them tax-exempt status, i.e. churches. Churches tend to lean conservative. You, you start a new church, you apply for your tax-exempt status, here comes the IRS to see if uh, your if your church uh, has the the correct political leanings before it will grant a tax exempt status, and that's just one example. Think of many other uh, good solid charities out there that are tax exempt, and you want to start a new one. Well, you 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 better vote the right way. You better have the right political leanings, or yeah, you're going to get taxed. I don't care if you're a a, a nonprofit or not. We're still going to tax you anyway, just to punish you. And that's what this is about. This is about Democrats punishing those that don't vote for them, those that don't bend to their will, plain and simple. SB1 would also ban voter ID laws and reduce the Federal Elections Commission from six seats to five. Now, what this would do is guarantee that whatever party was in power and assembled the uh, the uh, Federal Elections Commission, that's the agenda this Federal Elections Commission would carry out. You would have a majority of some sort, three to two, versus now it's split evenly. Uh, three Democrats, three Republicans, or call it three liberals, three conservatives, whatever the case uh, may be there. Friends, we have to make this politically painful for these politicians trying to turn our constitutional republic into some third world banana republic. Now, Joe Manchin, thus far anyway, has held out his support for this bill. He's held out his support for a few other things as well. West Virginians, we... We need you. We need you to keep the pressure on him. Keep the pressure up. Call him. Email him. Tell him that this bill does not have your support as a, as a citizen of West Virginia, as a citizen of the United States, and in your interest of upholding our constitutional republic. Keep calling and keep emailing his office with your opposition. Also, be putting. Uh, for the rest of us, we need to be putting the pressure on our Democrat reps in the Senate. Make it known you don't support murderers being allowed to vote or that you tolerate or will tolerate the stripping of states' rights as it relates to managing elections and drawing congressional districts. That stuff belongs within the states. Not some federal bureaucrat who has no idea about anything within any state other than their own, and maybe not even their own. If they're if they're an elect unelected bureaucrat, they've probably been in Washington D.C. forever and don't know anything about anything outside of the district of corruption. I know it's tough. I know it seems like we have an uphill battle here. I'd be lying if I told you it wasn't. It honestly is an uphill battle here. But 
The things worth doing are hard. If they, were, if they weren't worth doing, they probably wouldn't be hard. If we are serious about saving our constitutional republic, then we have to do hard things. We have to step outside our comfort zone and do things we might not do otherwise or that we don't feel like doing, you know, necessarily. As conservatives, I've said it before, we just want to be left alone to live our lives, to go out and earn an honest living, to go out and run businesses, to go out and, you know, live in the liberty that our creator grants us. But we have an opponent on the left that wants total control. So we have to do the hard things. If your senator is on this Senate Rules Committee, contact them. Make it known that the only support from you will be to kill this bill. Now, the Democrat senators on the committee are as follows. You have Amy Klobuchar from Minnesota, Diane Feinstein from California, Chuck Schumer from New York, Mark Warner of Washington, Patrick Leahy of Vermont, Angus King from Maine, Jeff Merkley from Oregon, Alex Padilla of California, and John Ossoff of Georgia. Now we've got a few uh, in there from purplish states, let's call it, particularly Ossoff, which I don't believe Georgia's really all that purple. You know, Ossoff in particular, I think, can be targeted for, you know, to keep the pressure on to, to make sure that this bill doesn't get through. We need to call our senators of either party. The Republicans need to hear from us too. You know, if you're going to prioritize it, if you can only make one call or send one email and you have a Democrat senator in your state, that's where you start because the, the Republicans are unified against this bill. But it's important that both sides hear our voice and make sure that we do not support anything uh, in regards to this bill. I don't care what amendment they attach to it that might make it palatable to Republicans. Kill the bill in its entirety. That is our only position on this thing. Call them. And like I said, if you have time to only do one and you have a Democrat senator uh, representing your state, uh, then call the Democrat senator, at least one of them, if not, you know, hopefully both of them, but at least one. Voice your opposition to this thing. SB1. This bill, and you, you can give them these three reasons as to why this bill uh, has your opposition. The first thing is that you can bring up in an email or a phone call or both. The first thing, this bill would fund campaigns with public money. Under no circumstance should public money fund political careers. Two, it would allow candidates to be paid a salary from campaign funds. Those same funds that would now be funded with public money. Three, H.R. 1, SB 1, would federalize our election processes, which are currently run by states and should be run by states because it's the, the duty of the states, uh, as I view it under the Tenth Amendment, that elections are a state's right how they're going to run them. And the, the federal government has 
no reason to be involved with that whatsoever. Now I'll post a link in the description box uh, of today's show to uh, the Heritage, Heritage Action Foundation regarding other actions we can take in terms of utilizing social media in order to spread the word on, op on opposing this bill as well. Friends, a war is made up of many battles, both big and small. It's victories in both, quite honestly, that win the war. Now, this is a big battle here. This is one we absolutely have to win. We might have a lot of small victories, though, within this big battle itself even, contacting our representatives and making it known we oppose this. Those are going to be our, our small victories. If we can put enough doubt into uh, the mind of like a Joe Manchin or even a John Ossoff, who, uh, like I said, is George, as far as I'm concerned, still red. You know, we can probably win a small victory there with him as well. This battle with the voting laws is one that we must do everything we can win. Like I said, the, in the grand scheme of things, this is a big battle with many little battles uh, as we contact our senators. There's a hundred of them, right? Every one of us do our small part, fight our small battle, and make things as politically uncomfortable as possible with this bill and the Senate getting it passed. And we will start to turn the tide uh, and get this bill killed and, and make sure our elections uh, are upheld as fair and honest elections controlled by the states. Making things as uncomfortable as possible for these reps is our best shot at winning this battle. It's up to us to do our part to try and make that happen. That's my show for today. Thank you for listening. Please visit my website, livingwithlibertypodcast.com. There you'll find my original articles, links to past shows, and resources to help us in our fight against leftist indoctrination. Also, please subscribe to my show and leave a positive review should your listening platform allow. I truly appreciate all the support and all the positive reviews. Those are the things that help us move up the charts and help more people find the truth. I appreciate you spending part of your day with me. Please help us spread the truth by sharing my show and website with friends and family. My website is livingwithlibertypodcast.com. Also, let's connect. You can do that by subscribing to my show as well as signing up for notifications. Follow me on social media. My main account is on Parlor. I am at Living with Liberty. I am also on MeWe. Just search for Living with Liberty. Liberty isn't a given. We must fight to protect it. Working together, we will do exactly that. Until next time.